Who are you? Me? I'm the greatest ambassador to thy gods, the giants, and all the creatures of the Nine Realms. I know every corner of these lands, every language spoken, every war waged, every deal struck. They call me Mimir, smartest man alive. And I have the answer to your every question. Why does the son of Odin hunt us? Okay, there are a few gaps in my knowledge. Welcome back, everybody, to the Underground for Thursday. This is uh, episode 31, I believe. Joseph, am I correct in that? I think you are correct. I think that's right. 31. So, uh, we are, we've got, a, a, you know, a, a few topics today. I think a couple of them will take longer to talk about than others. Some of it's short, but we wanted to start out um, just in a bit of a little it, it's a little sad um norm mcdonald died last week uh and that this happened after we recorded the the show so uh we just had a a couple clips uh of him just a little bit of a, a tribute if you will um i you know he was always he was never my favorite comedian but he was a guy that always kind of made me laugh um, you know, uh, the first time I think I ever saw him was on Billy Madison and there is a, a, a clip of, of him from that. So, um, RIP Norm Macdonald, you always made me smile. Uh, Joseph, did you want to say anything before I play this? Yeah, man. I know one of the things I noticed with Norm was that he always made the comedians laugh a ton and the audience would be kind of so-and-so because he had a very particular type of humor, yeah. always found it found his humor witty and funny not everything but most of it and um i liked him a ton mm -hmm. but yeah this is just our way to commemorate him well this is great when i graduated first grade all my father did was tell me to get a job hey you want to feed that donkey some beer get it all messed up maybe later i'll go put some beer in a bucket okay and now, making his network television debut, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Norm MacDonald. So I had this dream today. You ever have a dream, and then you wake up right in the middle of a great dream, and then you're back in your stinking life again? <laughs> so then you try to fall asleep, re-dream it? Man, that never works. Burt Reynolds. That's uh, not my name. Okay, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? I got a question there. Uh, when do we get to light our torches? When it gets dark. Ah, I see. Oh, hey, I got another question there. Suppose, uh, hypothetically, you know, a guy had uh, already lit his torch. I mean, uh, uh, it'd be cool if he, if he could just keep it lit, huh? <laughs> You fellas have a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you that. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Can you believe these characters? O.J. Simpson's new fitness video was released this week, and hitting the shelves next week, Simpson's newest video, Dorf on Stocking. Uh -huh. The crowd is torn. Mr. Reynolds, what are you doing? Yeah, I found this backstage, uh, oversized hat. It's funny. No, it's not. Sure it is. It's funny. It's funny because it's uh, bigger than a you know, normal hat. I, I see that. You know 
so great funny dude i uh, did i had to mute myself i was i was starting to crack up <laughs> dwarf on stocking <laughs> dude he went hard so for those who don't know he went hard in the paint on oh OJ yeah he did hard in the paint and he got fired because of it because one of their executives were uh good friends with oj and didn't like it and then um he came they hired him back a year later after they fired him and he did a monologue that was just epic of saying how trash a show was <laughs> oh it was uh, great I need to go find some of that but David, will you play this next clip to let people know if the cow, if cow, if the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Huskies won? right <laughs> so oh man for for those of us that are less uh uh sports challenged though for those of us who are sports challenged what does this mean they won okay great <laughs> Finally. both teams Washington won was scaring me there okay yeah congratulations cowboys should have won the first game but uh they lost and we don't have to get into it yep feel, um, feel free washington to- I was going to say, feel free to go uh, find Joseph on Twitter and tell him that you think he's wrong about the Cowboys. <laughs> Everybody else does, so yeah, you yep. won't be the first. Yep. And the, the right, Huskies, so let's too. let's get into this. <laughs> yeah, Huskies, man. I, I almost, I'm jumping off their bandwagon, becoming an Alabama fan, so I can at least have a team that wins. So, uh, our kind of, I guess, big topic for, for this show is going to be about uh playstation the playstation showcase uh and some of the things that were shown and i i'm really excited to kind of talk about this with joseph because joseph's always been an xbox person Mm -hmm. Uh, i wouldn't call you a fanboy i don't think that's fair um you've just always preferred xbox uh in the same way that i've always just preferred playstation um i've owned both and i I have a nintendo console too Mm -hmm. uh and I own both as well. I actually was PlayStation up until the PlayStation 3, and I actually I bought the PlayStation 3, played it, then got the 360. That's right. Yeah, yeah, And from the 360, that's when I switched over to Xbox. Um, so uh, I wanted to run down uh, a, a couple of these games. How many of these trailers did you end up watching? I, I, I think I just... watched most all of them. Okay. Um, so... The sequel to the 2018 God of War uh, is coming out maybe next year. There was this, uh, (laughs) when this first got announced, they said that it was coming out the same year that they announced it, and everyone went, ah, y'all are full of crap. It's like, there's absolutely no way this game is is getting released then. Um, Did you watch that trailer? Do you know know much about uh, what's going on there? Yep. Um, Are you into Norse mythology? I do like Norse mythology. Uh, and I think they did a good job of conveying the characters because mm-hmm. uh, Thor isn't this. He is a big burly man, but he's not jacked and ripped like a bodybuilder. Yeah, as he, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's more yeah. of a world's strongest man type of body. Yeah, I think it's cool that they're doing their own designs. And uh, I don't know if you remember when they released the Avengers game last year, year before. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like a. Yeah, I think I 
it was like destiny style so yeah. you picked your hero or whatever and then you leveled them up and gave them like upgrades and you could do like harder dungeons and so on and so forth sort of in that same vein as something like uh destiny or um the short-lived anthem mm-hmm. uh there's there's a uh man what is what do they call that uh it, it's like persistent game or they have some new name for it that i can't even i can't even quite remember um but that game got a lot of criticism because they weren't using the likenesses of the current Avengers, right? Right. So it was like your off-brand or like, you know, you if like if you went to Dollar General and found like an off-brand of a candy, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of what everyone how a, a lot of people felt about uh the Avengers, except for like Hulk cuz Hulk just kind of always looks the same. He's generally designed he's a big green monster. Like it's you know, there's not a whole lot of, you know, uh, but obviously Iron Man, Tony Stark didn't look like Tony Stark and so on and so forth. So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's, it's cool that they're, they, at least with this, they're, they're taking a much more, uh, this is actually a, a, a good point to a lot of the stuff that we talk about more. They're, they're being, uh, respectful of the Accurate. lore. Yeah. Yep. They're being respectful of it. They're, you know, it's like obviously and everything. Mm-hmm. They're take they, there's little things here and there that they're they're doing their own own, own twist on, but they looked at something Which is like good, right? A, yeah, absolutely. It's completely fine. Um, but they weren't bo- like butchering uh, Norse mythology, and then they weren't taking something like Thor and making it exactly like the things that we've seen before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess for some people that's a shock, but. I'm really looking forward to this. I loved the the first one. Um, the uh, there's one of the characters in the game is a talking head. So yeah. they find um, Mim- I think his name is Mimir, if I remember correctly. Um, and so they find him like stuck in a tree, and he's immortal. And so Kratos just cuts his head off, and carries him on like on his like waist. <laughs> like a tool and whenever you get into the the canoe to like go around the map in the game he tells you all these different stories and when something important happens Kratos will tell him to shut up and then after it's over he'll start telling the story again um pretty great game uh if you do buy a PlayStation 5 Joseph you will have access to that game for free so for part free. yes. So part of what I'm trying to do right now is can is get Joseph to the point where he buys a PlayStation. The only thing that's going to be a problem is that you're you're still going to have trouble finding them. So we'll get you to the point yeah. where you're like, oh, I definitely want one. And then the biggest struggle will be how do I find a PlayStation? Find one after Maybe you my Xbox. After you were so kind to find Justin one uh, last year. I know, right? He was oh, dude, he was I so just jealous out for him. He was like, I you could tell he I, I he wouldn't admit it. But he hated that I got one before he did. <laughs> and now he plays it more than oh, I do, really. Um, so, yeah. So one I of the should nice... have like, not sent it to him and just wait for his uh, liquor and everything that he was giving me to arrive and be like, yep, I don't understand, man. I shipped it and everything. Yeah. One of the, one of the girls that we work with, uh, I had brought in the box uh, to throw away at work so it wasn't in my trash can at home so someone didn't like try to break into the house and steal it. And, um, I took, uh, I took it there and I was like, Hey, would it be funny if we filled this with, 
uh, something kind of heavy to make it feel like there's something in it, and then gave it to your boyfriend. <laughs> like you brought it home and was like, Dude, "Look what I so got." <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so back to this. So they are they're releasing uh, the new God of War. Very much looking forward to that. Um, this is kind of where one of the big. Oh, okay. So uh, one of the big questions that I had for you uh, coming out of this is that there's at least two. There's two games that this sort of per- pertains to, maybe three, really. Um, and I think for you in particular, Joseph, one, one or two of these is going to be a little more important because I don't know how much you got into Star Wars uh, back in the mm-hmm. day with Knights of the Old Republic. So they announced Knights of the Old Republic, which was mm-hmm. uh, originally released on the Xbox, and it's right. exclusive to PlayStation. Now, I think it's coming to PC sometime later the game's nowhere near done this game's not coming out for two or three years right how do you feel knowing that this spider-man and the new wolverine and specifically um the new spider-man wolverine because i think that's a little more in your wheelhouse of gaming you're more than welcome to correct me but i think those i play knights of the old republic okay um so all three of these, right? If I remember correctly, what kind of what kind of game was it? What's it's an, it, uh, it's an RPG. RPG. Yeah, it's kind of RPG, like RPG, right? Yep. It's kind of like live action turn based. It's it it's complicated. So you have something like Final Fantasy that's yeah. turn based, but you're choosing the actions, right? Whereas with right. Knights of the Old Republic, it's all happening in real time, and you're choosing the actions mm-hmm. as everything's happening. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it, it, it's a subtle difference, but that's kind of what it is. And now who knows what they're going to do with this one? Um, I assume they're going to kind of keep it the same, but maybe. Uh, change it up a little bit it, they yeah, might I even really care for turn based too much yeah that's a, a people kind of draw that line a lot of the time between turn based and action where it's like yeah. an action rpg where you're leveling up your character but you have pretty much all the control over the character at the time mm-hmm. um that's man i nothing's really coming to mind right now maybe something like near automata or um, there's there's been a ton of stuff in in I recent know what you're years about yeah, I was trying to think of one too because I played quite a bit of games that were uh, like that. But my whole thing with Spider-Man Two, which I my one of my favorite games on PlayStation Two, not my favorite game, but one of my favorite ones, uh, or maybe it was PlayStation Three. I'm sorry, was a Spider-Man game for it. Yeah, so much fun, <laughs> uh, so much fun. But I don't understand why they have to. I mean, I, I know why they're doing it, right? Is to amp up the PlayStation Five and to buy it. And hey, look, you can get these exclusive games of PlayStation Five that you can't get on Xbox. Right. My whole thing is why limit yourself with monetarily, mm-hmm. um, which I think is what it's going to do. It's just going to alienate people at this point because Xbox isn't doing it. And it, I believe it is better business sense to, at least monetarily wise. Mm-hmm happen available for all but yeah. i understand the the other viewpoint as well like hey make exclusive people buy have to buy the playstation 5 i feel like it you know unless they're making it for free like god of war um you know it's kind of a waste in my opinion you're not being able to access as much money as you could otherwise yeah i i generally agree uh so one of the games that this was a big deal for for a very very long time was destiny Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, and it, I don't think it mattered to people early on, but as people really got into the the PvP of that, um, so mm-hmm. like the the, the competitive multiplayer, mm-hmm. 
it uh, it became a problem where the PlayStation version was getting certain weapons that the Xbox version wasn't. Right. And so, there, in particular, there was a weapon called Hawkmoon in the first Destiny game that was essentially like the best hand cannon in the game. Uh, it was like a, it was one of the weapons that if you considered yourself like a pro player, you were probably getting really good with that gun because it was powerful, but you mm. also had to be really accurate with it. So it kind of showed like right. how good your skill was versus other players, but also like you were unbelievably deadly with that. Right. So, and all the Xbox players were pissed off because they would have to wait an entire year for certain guns to show up in the uh, in the Xbox version, right? Um, right? Now, I think they've remedied all that at this point because they no longer are bound to Activision. Thankfully, with all mm-hmm. the crap... Man, maybe we should have talked about that. Maybe we'll do that another week, but there's a ton of, um, like, Me Too stuff going on with Activision Blizzard right now. Like, sexual right. assault allegations, like, crazy stuff, right? Um, oh, man. And I don't, I don't believe in karma, but then woke companies, man. Well, you that's the thing. That's the thing, and they were also like heavy against the whole Hong Kong thing last year. It's projection, uh, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're in a lot of hot water. So Blizzard kind of got out of out of that situation. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Um, Bungie got out of that situation. Bungie, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so I I, I tend to agree. So I think, especially because. All three of those... Well, okay, so two of the three of those games are of Star Wars, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. They're... Uh, Spider-Man and Wolverine are a first party... They're first party games. Um, so Sony bought Insomniac. Um, and it makes sense that you would want a game like Spider-Man or a game like Wolverine on your console exclusively, right? Because that drives console right. sales and you're still going to sell quite a few. I, I I don't know. You might can you look up how much uh Spider-Man on PS4 sold uh for me? Um cuz I I I can't quite remember off the top of my head. Um I know it sold really well. Um, but you want a game like that because you're still going to sell lots and lots of copies. Like I think the adoption rate was insane for that game. Um, Over 13 million. Ooh, yeah, that's units, pretty good. Units. Yeah. For so, for a first party game, that is uh, that's oh, really really good. Topped. I see this other one that said it topped 20 million. Okay. So what they sell for like 60 million or 60 dollars? <laughs> 60 million a piece. Yeah, uh, 60 bucks uh, a piece at All the time. Right. Let my calculator do some math for me. <laughs> He's typing. So that's uh, a bunch. <laughs> that's the best answer. <laughs> that's yeah. a bunch. <laughs> what did I say? Twenty million. Uh, yeah, twenty million it's copies. A, yeah, it's one point two billion dollars. Okay, so massive game for them, right? There I go. So here's the thing. Was that available on PS4 and? Xbox or it was no. just exclusive on PS4, right? Exclusive to PS4. Now, here's the here's the thing about PS4 in particular, and the PS5 is headed in that direction. Um, the PS4 is one of the top selling consoles of all time. I don't exactly remember where it ended up landing. It might have ended mm-hmm. up being like fifth fifth highest, um, mm-hmm. right under 
Super Nintendo. I, I used to know this stuff like the back of my hand, and it's it's all slipped away just a little bit, but it it's way up there. I mean, this thing just sold monumentally well from the day that it came out, right? Um, to the point where it sold, like, the PS4 was selling so well at the time that they had to uh, ramp up production of next generation games because their mm. original plan was to continue to sell PS3 and PS4 games till the PS4 really got its foot in the door with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That happened like three months after the console came out. I'm probably being a little generous with that, but it was so fast that I just remember hearing news about it where they were saying, oh yeah, we're we're making everything exclusively for the PS4. PS3 is done. And it, it was definitely under a year and probably under six months after it came out. They're like, Damn. we're done. We're not, we're scrapping the plans to keep making PS3 games and just doing one of each uh, and everything's going PS4 because they were selling so many consoles. Um, and PS5 is on the way to do the same thing. So getting back to the point, the thing, and, and I'm, I'm curious what you think about doing this. I think, especially for the first party stuff, um, because I, I think KOTOR will one day make its way over to Xbox um, mm-hmm. in some form or another. Uh, I, I think Sony should take its first party games, and they're slowly starting to do this. I think they're testing the waters on PC a little bit. Um, I think at least a year after afterwards they should uh, make some sort of deal with Xbox, make a deal with Nintendo if Nintendo's hardware can handle it, um, do it on PC, and just put it on everything. Yeah, why not? Because you're talking about thir- like 13 to 20 million for that first game. If you opened it up, a Spider-Man game. So what I would suggest is like you make like an do another like ultimate version and just give them uh, the first game and the Miles Morales one for free, yeah. or make it make it a little more expensive. So maybe do a hundred dollars and you get Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and the new Spider-Man two all for like a hundred bucks, and and throw like give that to. Um, the Xbox users straight up or better yet only give them Spider-Man 2 so you still have that little bit of a of like a a carrot on a stick if you will to be like hey like you really like this one yeah, there's another game that came out before this right so it's not exactly the same but you're getting a little bit of that um there's yeah. a million different things you could do and they would be dominating I disagree um, I just think just open it up to all you know just like right away like, yeah just open yeah. it up to all you know if, if you want to have a little you know <laughs> incentive i'm fine with that like for those who have the you know sony you get this incentive you know i don't i'm i don't care if it's like you get access to the game a month before everyone else right um or you know you get uh if you're a sony user and you purchase this you get access to miles morales spider-man right away but xbox players and pc players have to work to unlock him or whatnot um yeah, so you know the, what I mean. Yeah, the rumor like that way. It's I just I just I think we're past the point in the time of exclusivity when it comes to video games, and just I just don't see the need for it. You know, I, especially I the fact that they can double that money. Yeah, I mean, think about it. They had opened that up to everyone. How much money that would have made for them? Yeah, I agree. I I just don't think they'll do it because they still want to sell consoles. I think if we were further on in the life cycle, I mean, the PlayStation's only been out. Uh, it's almost been a year. I think. I think November will be a year, which is crazy to think about because I, I got mine last December and we're like slowly coming up on that. And it this first year yeah. has felt really weird oh, for, wow. for a lot of that. That's crazy. Um, why don't they just come? Why don't they just merge with Xbox and create <laughs> the play box? 
Uh, yeah, I know. The, it's station. There's always these rumors that Nintendo is going to be the one that does that eventually. I don't think it'll ever happen because yeah. they have so much money. It's not even funny. Um, right. Like, yeah. Uh, Nintendo is like stupid, stupid rich. Okay. Um, so that being put aside for a second, um, what do you think the chances are seeing kind of like this current lineup or whatever that you actually would potentially pick up a PlayStation? If you could I, find I'm actually one. interested in getting back. If I can find a PlayStation and I can get uh, my money back on my Xbox, because I don't see why I shouldn't. Because um, can can you find those everywhere? Right Xbox? Now? Oh, I, I have no idea. Up with it. I haven't been in a retail store that's sold video games in over a year at this point. I don't think. Yeah, I haven't either. I buy everything. If I can get my money back on, if I can get my money back on my Xbox for you know everything I sold. Yeah. Um, Maybe that close. paid for it. Yeah. Then. Uh, then yeah, I'd get a PlayStation. I don't mind because you should. At I this mean... point, there isn't <laughs> anyone I play with a play on the Xbox with, and we could game and everything, and yeah, at least exactly. have access to the same games yeah. as you. Yeah, we could start a Fortnite clan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, I'm glad you said that. Let's <sighs> stop the podcast right now. <laughs> We're gonna go play, play Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> Spider Man's on Fortnite now. I saw that. <laughs> Everybody's on Fortnite now. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, holy crap. I know this doesn't have anything to do with uh, what we're currently talking about, but did you hear about that whole catastrophe with uh, like MLK and Fortnite? No, I didn't. So they did. The guys over at um, Epic Games made this decision with Fortnite that they were going to put MLK, like a Martin Luther King Jr. museum. And throughout the world, they were going to put, uh, I guess, like, screens of him with famous speeches, right? Right. In a game, like, so MLK Jr., right, pretty much a pacifist. I mean, I think it's pretty well known that that he, at least, especially early on, if we're talking about, like, what people really know about him, pacifist. He was very anti-war. And in a game where the goal is to murder everyone till you're the last person standing. And then on top of that, people started posting videos of people giving like characters lap dances in front of his speeches and like just doing all sorts of like degenerate things Man. in front of it. And everyone was like, this was so, uh, not thought out. Nope. Uh, completely tone deaf, I guess, is, is the correct term, uh, yes. to, to what MLK was, right? Now, if you were going to, like, make a little separate section, right, that's that, that's out of that and have, like, the characters walk through, but, like, I, oh, man, I got to find that. I'll find that video. Uh, we may, I may bring this back up next week. Uh, and it's, like, people on the, the Lincoln Memorial, and they're reenacting when his I Have a Dream speech, but it's all these Fortnite characters, so it's like a fish man holding up a sign, and like all of these these stupid, I mean, just so tone deaf, dude. Oh, Unbelievable. Um, so yeah, they I need to- not think that one through. No, they didn't at all. Um, anyway, anyway, we can, get, we can get back on topic. I just, that <laughs> reminded me of that. Oh my gosh! I actually had been meaning to bring that up on the podcast, so we'll I'll add that for this section for next week, um, and we'll kind of like go through the video and and talk about it a little bit, so you can you can because I'm sure you'll watch it at this point. 
Oh, dude. That, I'm <laughs> definitely going to have to watch that. That is hilarious. Um, um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to Wolverine and Spider-Man, too. I mean, I... Wolverine looks good. I mean, all you saw was just a trailer, but... It, okay, so did you ever play the the X-Men Origins Wolverine game that came out, like, years ago? It was, like, like hyper-violent, and if you got hurt, like, chunks of him would, like, fall off, but then he would like, heal up. I don't... I don't oh, think dude, I did. It was so good. It's, like, legitimately, I think until, for me at least, until this most recent Spider-Man game, game came out on PlayStation, mm-hmm. that was my favorite superhero-based game. And for a lot of people... Oh, really? Yeah, for a lot of people, it's considered the best uh, film adaptation to a video game ever. Uh, because they're, It's called what now? Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, so it was based on that terrible movie that came out uh years ago so 20 2010 is that when that came out something like that something like that i mean i can't even remember um anyway but it was an awesome game awesome awesome game um just straight up like at like uh hack and slash uh type deal but very very good uh especially for the time um so yeah i'm hoping that this is something similar that they go like m-rated violent uh, very much a sort of like spiritual successor to that game. Uh, I think they could really, right. especially if with the new Spider-Man games, like their combo system is really cool. So to be able to take something maybe similar, um, not ex- like just a copy and paste, but doing something similar, I think that would be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like readjusting my camera. Uh, let's see. Was there anything else in here that stood out to you specifically of these games? Oh man, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, I think the most interesting ones for me, I am interested. I really like God of War. Those games are a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, Spider Man, it would probably be great. Knights of the Old Republic, I'm interested to see if I will like it. Um, oh, we have to talk about I'm that one sure. more too. Wolverine, I probably will like that. But these other ones, nothing really like, nothing caught my eye, and I was left with. Eh, you know, I could live without it. And besides, who wants... What was it? They're remastering. There's a couple in there. But I saw one. What was it like? It, was, it came out, I want to say, with the X... Yeah, uh, Alan Wake remastered. I'm mm-hmm. like, who is begging for this game? No one, but I'm really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Al, I... What, what's the, that game about again? Because I actually... The funny thing is, is that when I bought my uh, original... Uh, uh, X the the last generation the Xbox what was it called X um, the oh or whatever Lord what what gosh I can't there's the series series is terrible no is series X the new one yes so Xbox One that Xbox was one. Okay. yeah their naming schemes are absolutely the worst horrible and mm. I, I that game came for free when I purchased it on digitally came for free right yeah and I never downloaded it. Okay, so Alan Wake. I was like, I could care less about this game. I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. Do you do you know what I what I mean when I say um, it's got like a Twin Peaks vibe to it? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Are you talking about the show? Yeah. What Twin Peaks was a show, right? Yeah. yeah I know so about. Twin Peaks is very like weird. Party boys, <laughs> for no, uh, for a lack of a better way of of putting it, um, 
Sorry, I'm trying to look up something for about the the new Star Wars game while I'm explaining this to you. Um, it it's got it, it's just very like mysterious and weird and unexplained. Like there's a lot of unexplained stuff that's happening, and um, it's very like uh, yes. Okay, I found the article I was looking for. Um, okay. So it's essentially about this guy who's a writer, right? And I think it's sort of supposed to be kind of based off like a, a like a little bit of that like Stephen King vibe, where he's like this American writer and he writes these sort of weird stories. Um, and then so he's in this town, and all this crazy stuff starts happening to him. And he, I, I can't remember. It's been years since I played it, so I don't exactly remember what his goal was. Um, but it's just got this really kind of like fun, fluid. Like sort of action, it's like kind of a survival horror action game, if that makes sense. Oh, so okay. it's a little, it's creepy, um, but it's not like, like super scary, right? Like we're not talking like Resident gotcha. Evil or Silent Hill. Um, it's a little, it's a little less like heavy than that, I would say. Um, but there's like these shadow creatures that are coming after you, and you use your flashlight to stun them, and then you shoot them. Um, and so that's kind of the game loop, and there's just like this mystery that's unfolding while it's going on. So they're they're remastering oh, they're remastering cool. it and putting it out for like thirty bucks with the DLC. Um, but the company that made that is Remedy. They're the the Max Payne. They did the first two Max Payne games. Oh, okay. Um, and then they recently did um, a game called Control that is also has very much this like Twin Peaks vibe to it. And Control was one of my favorite games uh, from either last year, or year before, whenever it came out, because it's very weird the story is very strange um but it's just a really cool world to put yourself in like there's all these almost like the whole idea is that it's this organization who uh gets a hold of these like um mysterious items that have like connection to monsters and like are there like some sort of weird power or and and everything in it has this very like um unseen by like normal people or whatever so like the building that she goes into it's like a building that people would pass by without even noticing it was there but like something drew her directly to it um and she's kind of like trying to figure out a whole whole bunch of stuff and um it's something that you kind of there's things you have to read into or there's you know all of this like uh all these documents that you can read about the the bureau and it, it's crazy but uh it's it's really great and like you fly around and you like throw like chunks of ceiling at people and shoot people with this weird gun that you're given and um it's it's just it's very much like a i would call like a david game it's just you know just i kind of coming i was really disappointed when since we're on the subject of video games one of the games i was looking forward to the most was the lord of rings game um that was going to be kind of like an mmo i want to i believe in uh, I don't know if this was in the game or not, but I always thought it would be cool to do a Lord of the Rings game, but make it, even if you did it more um, RTS, like, you know, real-time strategy game, but to where you can, if you wanted to be the dark side and be Sauron, you could be Sauron, or you could be, maybe you could work your way up, start as an orc and work your way up to a general, and then work your way up to be the new Dark Lord or whatnot. Yeah. You could be the evil side if you wanted to, or vice versa, you could be on the good side and, and do that, and you have to conquer the entire area i know they have that for the mobile game did you um, did you ever play mobile did you ever play shadow of mordor yeah yeah i did i love the first one i thought the second one was a little too long and the story started just it was kind of like falling off yeah i was like i don't i don't care i was like i just want to kill it felt too repetitive yeah 
Uh, that's what I liked about the the first one was that the gameplay loop was short enough for the story that I wanted to kind of keep doing it after I'd finished the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just kind of made it again, but longer and more complicated. And I was like, I'm not into this. Like, it just doesn't feel yeah, the same. But I love the first I one. I enjoyed the first one. Um, but I, st- I felt like something was missing. And for me, it was... Uh, kind of just what I told you, like some type of RPG or RTS, even MMO would be fine, but more so for me, RPG type game to where you start out and you can choose your path. You mm. want to go good or you want to go dark and you can have options to choose main characters if you want, or you can choose to start out as low tier and work your way up to be a huge general or <laughs> whoever, you know what I mean? You need to pick up Mass Effect. <laughs> basically what mass effect is i mean like you're not you don't necessarily start out super low tier or whatever uh but the whole like choosing dark versus light and doing that i mean that's basically what kotor is as well um here let me let me uh bring up this uh bounding into comics article about can you see that yeah i can see it whoops there we go um, and I'm not surprised. Yeah. Did you know? I kind of told you about this. but So it says, former former Mary Sue, which is a publication. It's like an online publication. Not just a... They're not just making fun <laughs> of her. Um, former, <laughs> former Mary Sue. Uh, former Mary Sue writer and social justice activist Sam Maggs working on Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Uh, so former writer for Sarah, Mar- uh, excuse me, Mary Sue, social justice activist, announces that she has... Uh, she is and has been working on the newly announced Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Uh, The Knights of the Old Republic remake was announced at PlayStation Showcase, which is what we've been talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, The lead, uh, Ryan Treadwell, made it abundantly clear the game is a complete remake. Uh, He explained, this is a complete remake of this beloved Star Wars story. For Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, we are rebuilding from the ground up while maintaining the integrity and story from the original. So, they're saying that um wink wink right but tone is also important so let me just come out and say it ah here it is you're just afraid to no no, no. so down here i just hang on we're building this up it says in an interview with starwars.com treadwell also reiterated our big goal on big goals on this are to bring the story to a modern audience have it be just as impactful today as it was for players when it originally launched uh, Lucasfilm Games executive producer also told StarWars.com, we've been working really, really closely with Aspire for a long time now to deconstruct what made KOTOR so great and bring that back to new audiences because we want this game to be an incredible RPG. We really um, need a fart sound. What? Oh, a fart. <laughs> so we really need a fart sound. <laughs> Just boo. What's that, that, that one from... Uh, from... Uh, Spongebob where he's like this guy stinks oh Oh, man so they're they're talking about like trying to update this for modern audiences which is code for we're going to put a ton of our opinions and and throw garbage in there and the thing that people don't understand is that they could probably keep the story the same but if they change the tone of it you know what I mean? If it's not like a, yep. a, a, a like shot it for shot remake, essentially, it's just they're gonna yeah they're gonna do something to it. I'm almost concerned. Yeah. I would like to be wrong about this, but here's where things kind of get interesting. So it says, as for Sam Mags, she announced her involvement in the game on Twitter, sharing a video of her 
uh, uh, of her updating her Twitter profile with Knights of the Old Republic. She tweeted, it's actually happening. Um, so it goes through a little bit of that. And I, uh, you know, people are kind of like getting on, like getting onto her because uh, she was asked about uh, favorite Star Wars games. And someone said, uh, isn't KOTOR your favorite? And she said, no. Um, but she is known for tweeting things like this on the regular and I think Joseph's already kind of cracking up a little bit it says finding the patriarchy makes me hungry so I'm going to sit in the kitchen while my male partner cooks dinner a hammer for smashing the patriarchy uh it would have bows uh something about awesome accessories or some garbage like that that oh, Barnes okay. and Noble I was Aster. Bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah I don't know um a bow and arrow a it's hammer. uh here's one it's freezing but hating the patriarchy keeps me warm Today, my trainer said, wow, you're strong for not having lifted very long. And in my head, I thought, thanks. It's from fighting the patriarchy. And I literally want to gag. You know that 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 thing that Critical Drinker, always, that clip that he puts up of Tyrion throwing up? Like, yeah. that's literally, that's I this right now. I thought the cat, I don't know if you've seen that cat going around to where it's like, like normal cats eat shrimp. And then she hands a piece of shrimp to her cat. And her cat goes, smells it and goes, Hah! <laughs> same thing yeah same energy right like so again this is and we're going to talk about this this whole james bond thing the patriarchy it's all in her mind like what is yeah this okay so she's as far as i'm aware let me see if it if it actually mentions what she's doing um incredible team uh i'm pretty sure she's one of the main writers yeah. Um, so the enemies want to be the patriarch. So yeah, the question is: is like, are are they gonna go like try to go pretty hardcore into turning this into a smashing the patriarchy kind of game, or full patriarchy? And, and this I is mean, the thing, uh, man. Like full. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I forgot. Go ahead. Um. Um, oh, she's also a big fan of Ray from uh, Star- the the sequels. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like snotty, angry baby boy. Ray hardly needed any training at all. Me, strong in the Force. Uh, do you not remember that Anakin was auto born strongest Jedi because an arbitrary and intensely stupid high microorganism count? So I don't have time to go into the details of what's kind of wrong with that. Um, don't worry about it right but she's, she's essentially it speaks for herself yeah it's like she's essentially excusing bad writing for bad writing which is like yep. not good um, and you yep. and I have both been talking a lot uh, on the show about how bad a lot of writing is because people don't respect the lore people don't understand simple archetypes they don't understand how mm-hmm. to go from like point a to point b with a character and how a character needs to grow in between that right Mm -hmm. even like you can't make the same you can't compare ray and anakin for instance because um anakin had like yes he was the chosen one right like he was specifically special it was stated that there was something special about him but he still had to be trained in order to get to the place that he was where he was essentially the best of the best right right he was just it's naturally strong in the force and that gave him somewhat of an of an advantage and the whole midichlorian thing was stupid and everyone knows it was stupid um and generally most fans hate it 
no matter how where they right. fall on uh, the different Star Wars movies, no they don't, they don't like it at all. It. Yeah, they're, they're just like, no, it's it's irritating that they, they turn something that was mysterious and tried to explain it away by being some sort of like thing in your cells, right? Like giving it some scientific explanation. Um, which is which is bad writing. Um, when when you tell too much, right? There's this idea of showing versus telling, right? So if someone has to say to Ray, "You're strong and brave and independent and better than everyone else," and you know, you know, which happens in a lot of movies and definitely happened in Star Wars to some degree, um, though some of hers was telling. I mean, like J.J. Abrams understands some things about uh, mm-hmm. about filmmaking. But it was, you know, it's one of those things that if, if it's having to be explained to you that a character is a certain way, that character's not really like that, right? Does that make sense? So it's like exactly. It's like well, okay. my question I always want to ask with people like this to where, she, you know, she refer- she's referencing the patriarchy. Yeah. What's your ideal society? What do you think is better? Are you saying that a matriarchy is better? Well, why? Wouldn't right. that be just be putting an, uh, another gender on top? If you're saying that, yeah, but it's her gender. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't know what her answer would be. Uh, but yeah, I, I, again, this is the kind of stuff that makes fans nervous. David, I don't understand, man. All I know is that I constantly want to be thinking about politics and having political oh, agendas my God. shoved down my throat from both sides. I never want to escape. I want it in the church. I want it in the religious sphere. So have that in the church. I want uh-huh. it in the political sphere. Uh-huh. I want it in the entertainment sphere. Uh-huh. Not just in movies and TV shows, David, but video games, books, anything. I just poems. I mean, music, all of it, dude. Okay. Like, well, this next story might make you happy. <laughs> just kidding. All right. So, Lashana Lynch, who's going to be in the new James Bond film, recently was mm-hmm. interviewed and claims. Uh, to being cast in the new James Bond film reminded her of segregation. Um, and it says, I don't know who Trina Parks is. I guess I could look this up, but, uh, Oh, she's an American actress. Oh, I better be careful going through some of this. And choreographer, David. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so Lashana Lynch, who was in Captain Marvel, um, she played Monica Rambeau's mother. Um, for those of you that that means anything to, uh, who yeah, actually right. I forgot. who saw that movie, I, yeah, I did see it. That that movie makes me like physically angry. <laughs> dude, wait till you see Shang Li enter the fist, um, oh, dude. The ten, the ten bracelets or whatever it's called. One of these, um, one of these days, I'm gonna come on here just groaning because I finally sat down and watched Black Widow and uh, Shang Chi. Like, Dude, Shang Chi. Did you see uh, it? Ting rings, bits and pieces of it. Okay. Uh, does so the he gets training right, and the daughter gets cut off basically from the family. Just to put it yeah. brief, real fast. And then she comes back, and they finally meet up like years and years later. And now you keep in mind he got trained by his father in this elite guard and stuff like that. Well, she had to go off and train herself, and now she has. Uh, abilities better than everyone else's <laughs> and I'm just like, make it make sense yeah th- this mystical kung fu fu art form without any connection to it you figured it out like yeah exactly did all the training okay and, and everything yeah yeah 
Uh, dude, Despite yeah. you not even answering, well, how? What did you do? You know, mm-hmm. basic questions like that. Okay, it's like, okay, no, well, shut up. You, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just eat it. It's like there's there's this meme that I think I sent it to you. It's just like uh, shut up and continue to consume product. Yes. Don't ask questions. Consume more product. Um, <clears throat> all right. So actress Lash- uh, Lashana Lynch. Excuse me. I think I mispronounced her name. Uh, who played Maria Rambeau in Captain Marvel is set up to play Naomi in the upcoming James Bond film No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently claimed that reaction to her being cast in the film reminded her of segregation. She was speaking to The Guardian. Uh, Lynch claimed the response to her casting was uh, generally positive. However, she uh, went to note that some messages she received and conversations she saw reminded her of segregation. Do you know if you were to uh, uh, interpret this for a, a normal person what that means? She faced some criticism. Yeah, she faced some criticism by random people on the internet and is comparing it to segregation. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Dude, this woman, I don't know. Let me see if I can pull up. Oh, man, like just like the two people or five people out of everyone that did. I mean, there was so much support for uh, I didn't because I was like, I thought Idris Elba should have been the new James Bond. A lot of people um, do, but he's he's a little old. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I still think it can. If Sean Connery can be right. the freaking James Bond, so can Idris Elba. So okay, so she's her net worth is is all over the place. Um, she's making decent money. Yeah, she was in a Marvel movie. She's about to be in a James Bond movie. The ladies, but the ladies making decent. This money. This is what we're talking about: just gender swapping roles. Like, make a new role that's this. What is this? A new original movie that are are geared towards women and stop trying to overtake something and by lazy and poor writing by just plastering someone else on it. Yeah. That's you know they're they're taking a that's known projecting your political agenda. They're taking a known property and trying to force modern politics if you will i mean it's politicking right where mm-hmm. they're they're taking someone and saying like this is james bond now and everyone goes no and, and i'd be interested to see some of those messages i'm sure there were some terrible things that people said because people oh, on the internet course, but can be terrible that's for everyone isn't it yeah i mean like it's just specifically dude, for her eric eric july gets called the n-word by progressives on yeah. twitter sometimes so it's like what is this, right? I mean, we, we see the hypocrisy in it. I mean, we, we get it. <clears throat> it's weird. So I, I the, one of the reports I saw said that she's potentially worth about $10 million. And that's like her net worth or whatever. Um, and for someone who's kind of a relatively unknown actress, um, you know, she, it's not like she's, you know, Denzel Washington or anything like that. Right. Um, that's pretty good, right? I mean, she's making decent oh, yeah. money. And so the other thing that's weird about it is like, so does like her being cast in this is like, is it segregation because of some random trolls on the internet or is like is it segregation because you got cast in something and and Hollywood is to blame because that's always kind of what I always go back to right is yeah that's what I was gonna say is like because you feel like they just went from a white man to not even a black man but a a, a black woman do you feel that way and that's coming from Hollywood right you know what I mean so they can uh appeal to you know the political sensitivity so to say Right, and so it, it all kind of came from this rumor that she'd be taking on the 007 moniker uh, in the film. 
So in this movie, I guess she's going to become 007 because Daniel Craig is old now. Um, I, I'm legitimately worried about this movie. Uh, I, I'm I not like a too. massive James Bond fan. I, I like Casino Royale either. and um, I think Spectre uh, is the other one that I really liked a lot. <clears throat> but that's mostly because of their um, the the DP for that movie is like one of my favorites. Um, oh shoot, what is that dude's name? Um, he was the the director of photography on uh, 1917, uh, and uh, he is uh, seriously legit. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, I'm concerned about the movie because if you're just I'm concerned about the writing. What's that going to be? What is that going to be like? And is it going to be to where you have a a woman physically taking on a man when in most cases that's not true? You know what I mean? It does. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Amanda Nunes, she come in here. She knocked me the heck out. She beat me up. Right? <laughs> uh, but again, we're not talking about the Amanda Nunes of the world. And and. and in those situations, you know, being 007 as a spy, you're fighting other qualified people. Uh, you would think that she wouldn't be able to use strength to fight these other men, that she would have to use um, wittiness, wisdom, strategy, right. agility, speed, you know, that, that type of stuff. You well, know what I mean? It's, it's a grounded story, right? So you, right. in, in, storytelling you make exceptions for uh people who are written a specific way right so like even something mm-hmm. like captain marvel which i really don't like um at the very least it is known that captain marvel has supernatural abilities she's a superhero right, right? she can shoot laser beams out of her eyes is just the thing I, I know it's not the case but it's like just the thing i like going to um someone who can shoot laser beams out of their eyes and is really strong it can beat up a normal human male, right? Right. That's why there has to be like consistency in these things. Now, pe- people like Ray, your characters like Ray and Captain Marvel, um, and there are a few others are like even someone like Superman. Like they're just kind of overpowered, which is always a problem mm-hmm. in movies. Is a lot of these writers don't know how to kind of put them in a position where even if they're really strong they have to be able to give them weaknesses because otherwise you don't connect with characters if they're perfect in every single way and they never struggle with anything there's no real connection to that character right yep unless you're a kid right so let me just mention this so roger deakins is a director of photography he's done some incredible work over the years he did the most recent blade runner he did skyfall which is the the one that i like quite a bit 1917 no country for old men um pretty prolific in in that field um and i just kind of wanted to to mention that uh no we don't need that anymore um before we kind of moved on um maybe we'll have a good scenery then uh good scenes i should say scenery (laughs) good scenes well no he's not doing this one Um, oh he's not no no no. i was just mentioning like i like i was because i was saying i I like casino royale and i like skyfall quite a bit as far as the james bond movies are concerned um other than and he only did skyfall but yeah, I, yeah I, I think this is just projection, man, of what's going on in Hollywood, and it's not us, right? That's <laughs> no. always been our point that hey, it's not us. I, so, I, I, I know, think, even though she's probably, if it if it does poorly, which this one may not do poorly, maybe it's the next one to where it fully is featuring her, unless this one does fully feature her, 
And again, even if it fully features her, if it has good writing, it will succeed, right? Yeah, but it's not going to. Um, and I hope it does. I hope it. What did you say? I said, yeah, but it's not going to. No, it's probably not going to. But I, I hope it does for her sake and for the. You know, sure. I just want to watch a good movie, right? Same. You know, don't don't want her to fail or the movie to fail or anyone else, but it will because, uh, you know, writing is just horrible in Hollywood, mm-hmm. as we've been saying, and then. And that means, you know, the next, you know, if there is a next one, it will fail. Yeah. They're going to be stuck in a hard place if they pass that mantle off to her. And uh, this movie isn't written well for either one of them. Yeah. This, uh, so this is a topic for another time, but I'll just mention it here before we, we, we close out since we're, okay. We're almost an hour. Um, Hollywood's lazy. (laughs) Yep. Um, I have, uh, I have friends that work in that industry, um, and it, it's not a, a rag on them at all. Um, and obviously, this is just my opinion, but I, I can back it up, I think, pretty well. They're just remaking everything. I saw something on Bounding Into Comics today where they're remaking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I'm just oh, like, no. why can't you guys just leave things alone? Dude, wouldn't it be so Open great a- to go into <laughs> European <laughs> mythology and African mythology and pull out original stories? Yeah. And- Asian mythology and South American and Central America, you know. Yeah, they did it with these stories, these different lores, and mm-hmm. highlight them. They've been doing you it know? with Norse mythology for quite a few years now. Yeah, and it's worked out really well, right? I mean, you could even—I mean, they can even go back to the old playbook of some like Christian mythology, right? I mean, it's—it's mm-hmm. that's almost excuse me, it's almost standard in a lot of movies now. Just sort of like the idea of like baptism and resurrection and um, yeah. Uh, communion and and a lot of these different things are there right um that you know the the savior sort of thing and and all of that um and then they write it in different ways to kind of uh make the stories interesting or unique or whatever and that's something they could absolutely do the problem is and I, i think this is really true it seems to me that a lot of writers a lot of these people in hollywood they're not readers they're not connected to normal people Mm-hmm. And they just they're connected don't to that uh, Met Gala class. Exactly. Yeah. There, there is a elitism that comes from those circles, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people they don't who are in those circles they don't criticize they don't step out of line because you might lose your job and then you're out of the industry, right? Because Hollywood has right. essentially has a monopoly on the film industry. There's not a lot of independent studios anymore. Um, you know. And again, it's something that we talk about all the time and something that conserve I say conservatives, but people who do not consider themselves to line up uh, step by step with like the Hollywood class and the way that mm-hmm. they think either politically or whatever the case may be, uh, people need to step up. They need to support arts in another direction because uh, what what's the phrase? Um, Eric, says, Eric July says it all the time. It... Uh, you have to you have to take over the culture essentially yep. like you have to be able to create new culture and not just create new culture it has to be on par or better than what is currently available right yep. yeah, i mean look at like christian movies they're they suck yep, that's what i was just about to say christian music back in the day you it was know? so bad and even now so the the problem is is like even christian music now something works for them and then everyone just starts doing it and so yep. instead of being like, okay, I like this, what they're doing, but I want to try something different. I want to do a different genre. I want to do whatever. It's like, oh, okay, Christian rap is in. Well, there's tons of Christian rappers, right? 
oh, this this like elevation music style of worship is in, everybody's writing songs that sound and and lyrically right. are very similar to each other, you right? You can't write enough songs about mountaintops and valleys. <laughs> and oceans. Yes, and oceans. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I, that, that's all I'm saying. And again, this is a topic for another time and I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll bring it up again. Um, but it's time again, in in a lot of ways, like we, we were talking about on Tuesday where it's kind of time for this, like this separation, it, it's time mm-hmm. for people to slowly start removing themselves from culture that's created by people that literally hate them. Right. Exactly. Like if you, if you're anywhere right of Bernie Sanders, Hollywood probably hates you. Yep. And that's terrible, and they shouldn't. And sure, maybe that's the route that we need to go. You and know it's what I mean? again, it's not a, it's not necessarily something that has to end in physical confrontation, right? It's, you know what, I'm, I'm done with Disney, right? Or you know what, I'm done with Warner Brothers, or I'm, I'm yeah. done supporting these companies that clearly don't have, don't fall along the same lines as I do. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong; it doesn't mean you have to get rid of everything, right? Right. Um, and obviously we're going to be continuing to to watch this stuff so that we can hopefully beat it into a couple people's heads that this stuff is not as good as everyone thinks that it is. Because um, <laughs> it really is the Ooh, case. bright lights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, explosions. Ooh, so, Michael Bay, big robots. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just, you know, there is a movement of people who are trying to create content uh, that is heartfelt, you know, I, I think the whole like movie industry thing's gonna take a while. Uh, like I've said in the past, like I don't think Daily Wire's the answer. Um, nope. But I'm I'm happy to it's see start, that they're though. yeah I'm happy to see that they're attempting to do something. And it would be nice if they could do it without having to like shove their conservative message down their throat. Because if they think the answer is just to do, to be like the exact antithesis to Hollywood, they're missing the entire point. Right. Completely. Anything else to add, Joseph? Before we close no, out, I, mean, I think that's it. I mean, we know that. I think a, a problem is, you know, Hollywood's filled up activists instead of true directors and writers and producers, et cetera, yeah. et, cetera et cetera. So, yeah, if you're, I if think you're, until that changes, it's it's just going to be a long, long road. Yeah, I agree. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this Thursday episode of The Underground. We will be back next Tuesday with more deconstruction of the media. And then again on Thursday with um, more entertainment news and deconstruction as well. So thank you guys for listening and we'll we'll, uh, we'll be back Tuesday. Being patient with them, I try to. But you got room temperature IQ. IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who got opinions not worth as what's under my shoe. Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out. Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out. If y'all with them and not with you, I'd sit out. Cause every rapper's on the list now, mad at a pitch count. Flowing heaters like my soul's beat up. No people focus on hoaxes in the shows he book. And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such. But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal. I must start attacking. Ain't lacking my brains lashed in Same way that I game is the same way of the backhand All the pain that I bring up is like the bane to the Batman I'm back cracking Whack trends claiming they rap fans and backtracking Give a crap about the what's his face Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate And you are a disaster and this can only go one way And you steady flashing guns in your music viz And I know you do it for the fun but what you doing is Abusing every rule of course you can use it quick You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing kid Well, you can be so much more, so much more, so much more.
It's one thing that I want you to see. It's everybody is ignorant. It's only when you speak on what you don't know you become slow and that ignorance crosses into stupidity. Yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or with me. Oh well, it'll be co-chance in hell, so riddle me this. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient. Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this missing. Oh, you a hypocrite and I'm in awe cause the diversity you advocate is not in thought. You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber with echoes ringing, surrounded by a bunch of brainless. Your aim is yet all the same shame cause you ain't slick afraid to relate of the things cause you nameless. Tainted, weak, empathetic, you epitomize. Politic ties cause you scared 